Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod! Yes, sir. I tell you what. Richard. Yes, sir. I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a little trip. I want you to break out your slap bracelets and your members-only jacket, kids, because you know why? We're going right through the 80s, but we're doing it Cadillac style. Well, I'm going to take a siesta on this one because I was only around for the last five days. Y'all take it over. I think me and Richard can take the ball and run with this one. <laughs> Break out the leather members-only jacket. Oh, snap. Could you imagine a leather members-only jacket against your leather seats in your Cadillac? Yeah, that's a little too 80s for me. Oh. There, yes. It's the best decade ever. There's probably Slinkies and Rubik's Cubes in the back seat. Slinkies were 70s. Rubik's Cubes were 80s. Get it straight. Well, fine. The uh, the thing about the 80s, the 80s was the best decade ever. I'd like to think I contributed a major portion of it myself. No, no, actually you didn't. It was probably the downfall going into the 90s. It was like, like some overrun. You know, like a toilet overflowing? Mm-hmm. Like you're the '90s and just you're the crap that kind of ran into the '80s. Yeah. Grunge music is your fault, Robert. Exactly, <laughs> Kurt Cobain. Well, you I keep me around. Case. You keep me around. You know why? Because we love you, mm-hmm. and you're an easy target. Mm-hmm. And uh, but anyway, we're talking about the '80s, guys. '80s Cadillacs were so awesome. I mean, the first thing I think of when I think of '80s Cadillacs is Dallas. <laughs> yes, J.R. Ewing. Riding around in his Cadillac Alante. They came out in 1987, the Alante did. The Alante was like the Eldorado convertible. I mean, it was like, you know, the convertible comeback because they quit for a few years. And, I mean, this was a bad car. These things yeah, were, it was a terrible one. You're right. No, they were a great car. I mean, these things were wicked cool because it looked nothing like a Cadillac ever did before. Now, who do you say was the bodybuilder on these things? Uh, it was designed in Italy by Pininfarina. Which also designs Ferraris. Most Ferraris from the 80s. And well, they designed several things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're several Italian cars. Yeah, but I mean, and this thing looks like something from Italy. I mean, this thing's classy. It's like Pepe Le Pew and a Cadillac meshed together. So it stink. No, it didn't stink. This thing was bad. You said Pepe Le Pew. No, I'm just saying, like, like that. I figured, like, the rest of the 80s. Well, actually, was... that's French, not Italian. It looked like it had an accent. It did look like it had an accent. Well, and it actually is Alante. That's right. You know, so, I mean, that was it does kind of have an accent. Piece of crap, eh? The Alantes were bad, dude. They were cool vehicles. They were really cool. And, they, I mean, these were high-dollar cars. I mean, you could have got them with a 4.9 and the North Star, which the North Star was a powerful motor. I mean, it had its quirks, the water pump issues and things like that. You know, the North Star was actually... You know, a spinoff of the ZR1 Corvette engine, which came out, you know, what's that, 89? 89 uh, was first year for the ZR1, right? Nine, it was supposed to be 89. It ended up being 90. Yeah, it was 90. But, you know, and and that's, you know, this dual over camp setup, and then Oseville had a little spin with a 4-liter North Star, or theirs, but they had the 4.6-liter North Star in the Cadillacs. And these were some powerful engines. And, I mean, till what, 2006? 
said 11 or 12. Yeah, the uh, the XLR had a North Star in it. I think it was the only one that uh, the only rear wheel drive car that ever had the North Star. Yeah, I say I could be intrigued by that. The XLRs were some. We're getting into the you know, newer caddies, right, but right, these right. those were some sexy cars. But to me, that was like the Alante of that generation. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. It was a little bit better car. But probably. you know, we're talking about the Bustleback caddies. We're talking about the '80s caddies. Those Seville's were so <laughs> awesome, man. Those were some sexy looking cars. They were. They, they, Wire wheel hubcaps, fake Continental kit on the back, fake convertible top. Oh yeah, Landau top. Love them. She had real cow seats in her, though. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, even I a story with those. Even even the worst Cadillac is still a good Cadillac. But hey, we're going nineties on that, though. Yeah, you so know. we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Well, I, th- I think we can travel into the nineties. Well, the thing is, you're talking about the Cadillac Catera, which is an Opal. Yes. Um, these cars. I got a funny story about the Cateras. The Cateras were great selling Cadillacs. I and mean, they were good cars. The the Katera is a Opal that they crammed a a Cadillac grill in the end. Right. But this is the thing about the Katera. I will tell you what the Katera looks like to me is a GTO. Yeah. A lot. A four-door GTO. Mm. But this is the thing about the Katera. The Katera was a great car. GM pushed it through. No parts for these cars, though. Yeah. That was so funny. The, the fog lights. See the big fog lights at the bottom? Oh, yeah. They actually had adjusters like headlights on them. Yeah. Well, well this, this was uh, part of uh, Cadillac's downsizing movement. This was to compete with the BMW uh, 5 Series. Actually, their uh, their slogan then was the caddy that zigs. That's right. Mm, it should have zagged. Yeah, probably. But <laughs> you couldn't get parts for them, though. If you ever had a problem with one, yeah. if it was more than an oil filter and wiper blades, you're in trouble. Well, I mean, you, if you're looking for parts, it's an Opal Omega is what it is. Right. Well, you know, that Opal dealership, you know, down yeah, the street. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about nowadays, if you have one, it's Opal Omega, which yeah. I'm sure you know that by now because you probably are looking for parts <laughs> for it. On the internet. Yeah, thank God they invented the Googles. But, I mean, the Gutierrez were great cars, and they sold good, but you just couldn't get parts for them. And, I mean, like, i never forget, we had to order these adjusters for the fog lights. This thing was like, it sat on the lot, on the back lot at CarMax for like two years waiting <laughs> on fog light adjusters. Yeah. Let the tires dry rotted on it, waiting for you, fog light You know adjusters. what? They ran these things to 2001 before they realized how bad of an idea it was, though. It's not a bad idea. It was just poor poor planning. I mean, the, the Okay, the, the, the idea was good. The execution was terrible. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible, horrible, which GM's notorious for that on a lot of things. No, I'll give you that one. The, uh, you know, I mean, the uh, 91 bubble Chevy came out somewhere. Easy, easy, easy. We're talking about the, but we're talking about the holy grail of GM here. <laughs> Their finest hour. Yes. Yes. I'm going to tell you something. Harley Earl was like turning over in his grave when that thing came out. He's easy. Like, I'm so glad I'm dead. Easy. But... You know what? The afterlife's not that bad. <laughs> Probably the best car GM ever made. And you want to rag on it to crush? Yeah. The. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the Katera was a great car. Cadillac did get out and left field with some of this stuff before. Like I said, this was like another Cimarron step for them. Um, Low-end Cadillacs, to me, is kind of like an oxymoron. Hey, hey, hey. But even your ATS <laughs> is not a low-end car. No, no, it isn't. I mean, there's no low-end finishes on it. They don't make – I mean, it's, it's not – 
it don't look anything like the Chevrolet equivalent. I, I would say my Cadillac I had, now keep in mind the year was 79, was probably the lowest end Cadillac I've ever seen. It was just optioned out low. It yeah. wasn't necessarily a cheap car. No, I mean, it still had 472 in it, but I mean, just optioned out. It, and it had it, leather interior in it. I mean, it was a nice car. <laughs> Smurf blue, though. I didn't say the shade <laughs> of it, but I just said it was leather. I've never, you know what? I've never seen a Smurf blue cow walking around the pasture, though. I wonder if it made like blueberry milk. <laughs> that thing was pleather at its finest. Well, I don't know. I'll tell you, that's something. All right, it wasn't natural. That's <laughs> no. for damn sure. There may have been a little dye in that batch. I tell you something, though. I mean, you got to think about the '90s Cadillacs, and, and then we're getting into the late '80s a little bit too. But the Eldorados, and me and Richard were talking on break about them. Those were some sexy cars too. The oh. ETCs, the Eldorado Touring Coupes. I raced a Bentley in one one time. You raced a Bentley? On 385. uh, It's coming back from Greenville. uh, Going back to Simpsonville Chevrolet. And uh, a burgundy Bentley pulled up beside me. I was like 19. Did the North Star take him down? It was about even, really. I want to tell you. That's like a rich kid banker story. Yeah, in my Eldorado, I raced a Bentley. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, your rich kid banker story was in my Bentley, I raced the Eldorado. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, though. I mean, and the thing is, though, Eldorado's, I mean, a North Star Cadillac is a potent little car. I mean, they make great power. The North Star gets a bad rap, as it should. Uh, but when they're running, when they're held together, they're great motors. They're great motors, and they will fly. I had to me, I've got to several me, good North Star stories. That's a Cadillac version of the LT1. The LT1's a great motor when it's running. LT1's got a bad rap. I mean, you take the Opti Spark out of the LT1, it's a great engine. Oh, they put them in Cadillacs, too. I forgot about that. In the Fleetwoods. Yep, that's right. Sure did, guys. i tell you something else they're going to put in this thing. It's commercials in this radio show. Every time, every time. Yeah, good roll, and then all of a sudden, here they Stop. come. Stop. All right, guys, I'll tell you what. Stay tuned. We're talking caddies right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I tell you what, we're talking Cadillacs, but now it's like Star Trek, the next generation, but of Cadillacs. <laughs> yeah. Cadillacs. So we're getting into to the late 90s and the 2000s. And the one thing that blows my mind the most, Richard, is somebody hasn't mentioned a damn Fleetwood Cadillac. That is actually Mr. Meabody himself. Well, well, on technicality, the, the Cadillac Fleetwood of that time is a D body. But they let them play with the B-body guys. They, we let them play. Because we, you let them in the It's club. just an extended B-body is all it is. They were still made in Arlington and everything, still outfitted with the same motor and all that, blah, blah, blah. Um, and a lot of people, you know, take them, pile parts and throw them over on the Cadillacs. Make pretty cool cars, really. I mean, Fleetwood, that was and, a pimp ride. And, and I'm going to tell you what, the Fleetwood, shockingly, has held its value better than most Impala SSs. We'll fit her a little secret. Well, I mean, we all know Cadillac's well, top line here. Well, in scrap. I mean, there's a lot more chrome and metal on the part of the Fleetwood. But no, shocking. Find an LT1 Cadillac Fleetwood. You're going to pay a hefty penny for them. Hmm. I mean, they're, which they're sold at. They're nice cars. They are nice cars. I like those cars. In, in terms of, you know. Another good one for Dayton's. It is. Excluding Absolutely. your old Cadillacs, you know, like your, you know, 59 and all that. That's right up there. One of the best looking Cadillacs ever made. It's an attractive. I wouldn't go best looking. It's top five. Top five. It's top five. All day. Probably place number three on my list. Best looking Cadillac. So, but now we're moving in. And, you know, Cadillac has had some impressive cars in the 2000s. In the 2000s, yeah, of course, uh, we've seen the release of the CTS. Um, the CTS-V also. But that right there was a showstopper, a game changer, if you will, in Cadillac. I think in 04, 05. 
Is that when that came out? Um, you know, packing the LS motor power plant and letting people know that Cadillac is not just all about luxury, it's about, about power. a six-speed caddy? Well, all well, they of, had the V first, though. All yeah. of the V1s were a six-speed option. There was no automatic option in the V1. I mean, I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing sexier than a caddy with a clutch pedal. Amen. Uh, I mean, and, and now in your V2 and V3 <laughs> sure. series, um, you know, you got the uh, paddle shifting options. So, I mean. Yeah, but that's just not the same. A paddle shifters, that's just like. That's baby stuff. Flappy paddles. Yeah, that's like power wheel stuff. You yeah, know? flappy paddles are kind of fun, though. Are you playing a video game? No, you're driving a car. Be a man. Grab the shifter. Well, while we're talking about odd uh, newer, well, not really odd, but newer Cadillacs, how about the Cadillac ELR? You want to talk about a very, very sexy car until you pop the hood. Yeah, there's no motor there. Yeah. No, those, those, that's the problem. There is a motor. Yeah, it's there's just no hybrid. There's a 1.4 liter engine. Yeah, no, and, and that's the thing that's crazy about these Cadillacs is it was a sexy electric car. I told, I was able to speak with a representative of Cadillac, and I told him if they would have made that the V3 series Cadillacs, the newest CTSVs, that would have been the best selling car they've ever made. Ever that is a gorgeous, gorgeous. Well, they don't car. even make those anymore, right? Well, the ELR, I think sixteen was the last year, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah. they're priced right out, way out of their market. I mean, you're talking about a seventy-six thousand dollar car for the base model. Well, this is the thing: Cadillac and XS go hand in hand. Oh yeah, a plug-in hybrid and a Cadillac. They're yeah, innovative. It, it's it's like it well, don't they, make sense. They sold less than three thousand units of I these. I believe it. I mean. It's hard to find tree-hugging Cadillac drivers. They are a they are far and few. Yeah, and I'll tell you, these cars, I mean, I don't even know what Cadillac was thinking well, of this. I mean, why, who, who said let's make an electric They do have Cadillac. a hybrid version of it, but the electric-only model has a 37-mile range on it. The end. There's golf carts that go further than that. They literally, they built a car for the high-end businessman who lives downtown. That's what they built the car for. Why would you just get a golf cart? Is it, I mean, th- that car. If if Cadillac ever made a horrible mistake, it was the X or the ELR. That car. It was a pretty car. It was gorgeous. It was a, probably. It, it's in my top five of best looking Cadillacs. They were probably not intended to actually make money. It's more, I think, like an innovation. It's a tax write off and a tax write off. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably what it was a tax write off to get the get the. Uh, yeah, but, I mean. Uh, I, I don't get I don't get the purposefulness of it. I'll be honest, I don't get the purpose of most electric cars. Well, I don't get it. Yeah, I'm with you there. You know, Tesla makes great power and all that stuff. I'm gonna tell you something. The power grid's already like maxed out. Yeah. Our power grid to put it just to put it in in, in perspective. You ever seen like your grandma's house and you go over there and she's got them old school plugs that just have the two, don't even have the ground, mm. and then she's got like one of them things like the adapter plugged in that takes six plugs to two. And then she's got an extension cord and a two-plug adapter off of it. That's kind of what our power grid looks like. And you want to buy damn electric cars. No, I was thinking more like uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation exactly. where all the lights it, were plugged in. Ex- same idea. Yeah. Same idea. The, uh, you know, and, then, and then you got, you know. And then you want to plug your car into you got, it. You got Elon Musk over there. I mean, Duke Power's cutting your air conditioner off in the summertime during peak hours. And you want to charge your car up? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Elon Musk, oh, it's the car of the future. And then if you got this thing, if you got loaded down, you're talking about an almost $90,000 car that you get to drive for 37 miles before you're plugging it back in. Awesome. Super. How about take that same near $100,000 and buy you a Tesla if you want an electric car? 
If you do. This uh, is one where Cadillac missed the mark. There had to be an ulterior motive, like, yeah, we need to just blow through some money. Like, hey, something. we need a tax roll. Hey, make an electric caddy. It was like a bet. I bet you I can make a Cadillac nobody will buy. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I, bet, <laughs> I bet you I can make the most worthless car, and they will buy it. And, and some people did. 3,000 of them. Yeah. Well, a little under, but still. That's insane. It's nice to know we have 3,000 idiots out there somewhere. Oh, I'll tell you something. With all the millennials, there's way more than that. We got kids eating laundry detergent. You know, I heard that's just, a new thing. Yeah. I'm just, I'm waiting for the antifreeze chug to catch on. I, I was looking online, and, and I found out, you know, you can actually use Tide Pods for cleaning clothes, too. That's right. That's crazy. Hmm. Look, what do you get from that? I mean, really and truthfully. I don't know. We licked batteries when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, that was way funner, right? You get a little buzz going, and, and you're good to go. It's more like a shock. I don't even quite call that a buzz. Buzz, shock. Man, it's kind of the same thing. Oh, no, it's just crazy. <laughs> but I'll tell you what else is crazy, though, is how the Cadillacs changed. You know, they went from these big full-size body cars. The DeVilles also died in the early, in the mm-hmm. late 2000s. Or, what, 2012? Uh, I think DTS was 2011, maybe. Yeah. The, or it might be thirteen. May, you might be right. But I want to tell you something. Those and those were gorgeous. I love those cars. cars. And they're beautiful and they're big. Just a full body car. Now they don't make that. Now they can make a. They got the XLR, but uh, I don't think it's really considered. It's like the old people car, and then they've got the CT6, which is like their flagship rear wheel drive performance. Well, and model. I think a lot of it too is is those people that would have bought the Deville. I think they wanted to move them to the Escalades. That's true. And that's another thing, guys, we're not even talking about yet. Escalade Cadillac trucks. Yeah, Cadillac trucks. The introduction of the Escalade, and I remember when they first came out, they were a cladded-out Tahoe, which they've not really changed a whole lot. They're still a cladded-out Denali. Well, I'll tell you something else that hasn't changed too much. What? Is these commercial brakes keep Well, I mean, we got a little bit of time. But then, you know, the Cadillac EXT, the pickup truck. Nothing says I want to take $80,000 and throw some lumber in it like a Cadillac EXT. Nobody throws lumber in an EXT, except an idiot. <laughs> you know what? If I was rich, I would do it. Hence why you're not rich. <laughs> Probably. Probably have something to do with it. <laughs> All right, guys. I want to explain the facts of life to Robert over here on the break right quick. Stay tuned. We're talking Cadillacs right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Richard! Yes. I tell you, this is... You know what I like about Richard? You say the same thing every time. Every time he comes out with something wild, different. Yeah, that was pretty profound. Yeah, he said yes. Sup? Sup. All right, you want want to retry it? What up? You want to retry it? Start it off again. Okay. Hot Rod! What's up? Super. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. Hola. What's happening? The, uh, we're talking about the Cadillacs. We were talking about Cadillacs. And we're talking about the Escalade, the Cadillac truck. The Escalade. I want to tell you something. Rappers and rich housewives love those things. All right. We're talking about this during the break. And and I just, I want to rant here on the first generation of Escalade. I hate them. I love them. I, I thought they were sexy cars. I almost bought my first wife one. Aren't you glad you didn't? No, because I probably ended up with it, so I kind of liked it. <laughs> but I mean, to me, they were, I actually ended up buying her a Deville Concours. To me, it looked like you put a truck nose on the SUV off a of GMC, and then scraped GMC off and put a reef there. The end. Now, the generation two of the Escalade, when they started really changing it up, that's when they got sexy to me. 
They 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 look better. I, I got a funny story on this. And now they've went back to all the Cadillac is now is a Denali with Denali scraped off a reef throwing in and change out the grill. That's it. It's a little more than scraped mm, off. Well, I mean, it's got Cadillac trim in it. There's there's different things. But you know what I'm saying. It's no, a no, loaded, I don't know what you're saying. It's a loaded out Denali with reefs on it. Don't matter. It's Cadillac, yeah. What makes it a Cadillac? The emblems. Okay, so and just, the title. just save money, buy you, buy you a Denali. If you want a Cadillac, why do you want to save money? I mean, it don't make any sense. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't like when that happens. Yeah, I don't like when a lot of things happen. <laughs> you know, but this is the thing about the Cadillacs. I'll never forget when these Escalades came out that new body style, and it was just totally that chiseled look on these cars. It was 02. My my dad bought my mother a brand new 2002 Eddie Bauer Expedition. Mm. My mom drove it. She had it for two weeks. Escalades come out. Mm-hmm. My mom's like, you seen them pearl white Escalades? They're so pretty. Expedition went, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Mom got an Escalade. They knew which side the bread's buttered on. Mm-hmm. Mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. We got us a cataract. <laughs> it was so funny because, like, I mean, this thing was like three weeks old. I, I crap you not. And they traded it for an Escalade. Uh, that's what Richard, that's what happens in the rich kid's household. <laughs> but, I mean, no, 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 no. no. Mama's like... <laughs> And then, then I got another funny story on this one, guys. And this is a true story. And, 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 and you know, I've been told I'm a pretty good storyteller before, so I will get into this while we're talking about Escalades. My dad loves my mother more than life itself. My mother has never pumped gas in her life. My dad puts gas in her car for her everywhere she goes. He looks out for her. Lord forbid if something happens to my dad, I'm going to be in a world of hurt for my mother. Mm-hmm. My mother will be in the studio you know, with me. You know they have nice assisted living places. I don't. Th- I wouldn't wish that on them. I mean, I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to step up to bat and look out for mom. I'm just gonna like have to give her like a room downstairs at the house. And I, I better be careful. She's probably the only one that listens. Yeah, really. I know she listens. In her Escalade, <laughs> my dad buys my mom a new. Love Escalade. you, Miss Pitts. My dad buys my mom a new Escalade about every three or four years. Well, she had a thirteen, and they put a lot of miles on a car because they live down in Seneca on Lake Kiwi. And it was so funny. My mom calls me up. And my mom is the epitome of a spoiled wife. <laughs> now, granted, my dad is no saint. I mean, living with him, there's a special place in heaven for my mother. Right. But material-wise, material my dad looks out. I mean, you know, it's they've got it. They, I mean, they got it going on there. So it makes up for it in perks. But anyway, so it's so Kind of like me hanging out with you. Yeah, exactly, the perks. <laughs> so we're so I was talking to my mom. My mother calls me every morning at 7.15. You can set your watch by it. She calls me up. She says, Robbie. That's what my mom calls me. This kind of thing we got going. She says, Robbie, you need to talk to your dad. I said, why do I need to talk to him? She says, I really need a new Escalade. Why do you need a new Escalade? She said, well, that new body style came out, and this one's looking old. I said, well, Mom, it's a 13. It's really not that old. And, I mean, they changed the headlights and the taillights, but basically it's the same car. She said, I want another pearl white one, but I want a new one. And you need to tell your dad, you know, I don't go get my nails done. I clean the house myself. Mm. And I said, I hear Sarah McLaughlin music playing in the background. Mm. You're so pitiful. Oh, yeah. I mean, driving a 13 Escalade, what are the neighbors going to say? I know. <laughs> Cleaning your half-million-dollar house? I mean, exactly. And, and my mother, it was so pit- like Like, I wanted to go buy her one because I felt bad you know for what? it. You know what? It was pitiful. It was, and I, I mean, 
I'm glad your dad actually bought her one. Otherwise, we'd had to start a GoFundMe page. I would have. I mean, I was like this close to doing yeah. that for my mother because she's like, you don't understand, Robbie. I know. No, I get it. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, exactly. I know? get it. I, you know, I, I truly get it. Robbie, I, you know what? I'm feeling bad about driving that 04 Escalade. I mean, the neighbors are looking. Yeah. Or the 04. Silverado SS. Yeah, yeah, that too. I want to tell you something. The neighbors it, are looking it, at it, me. It ain't the SS is the reason the neighbors are looking at you. I oh, okay. You. Yeah. Right, cool. Well, yeah, you seen your head? Yeah, that's why. We'll hang on to it then. Yeah, the SS is fine. Okay, cool. The driver. Yeah. Mm, I'll <laughs> agree. But we call him Odd Rod for a reason, you know. Mm. But... It was so funny that my mother had that. And sure enough, guess what? Two days later, she got a new Escalade. Oh, yeah. It's funny how that works. You know what I'm saying? Moms can get things done. Well, when you own half the money and all, you know what I'm saying, you tend to get things that you want. Exactly. Well, I've often said it before. If I was born female, I'd probably rule the world by now. It wouldn't be hard to do if you played your cards right. I'm telling you. Maybe, you know what? Ah, that's a, that's a conversation yeah. for after, I, and I don't think that needs to go on the air. No, that's, that I'll share that. I'm gonna share that thought with you later, though. Just, yeah, just just during the commercial break, we're gonna have a chat about that. That's what I'm screaming. I tell you something else too that I want to do though. We like to play a little game here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We call it our Craigslist Challenge. Ah, yes, the Craigslist Challenge. What I was gonna say actually kind of coincides with that, but we'll get to that <laughs> during the break. You're looking at the wrong part of Craigslist, I think. <laughs> wrong department, Odd Rod. Wrong department. Oh. But so. We, we shared the game with Richard. I was going to say, this didn't look like much of a challenge. <laughs> we shared the game with Richard, and uh, we let Richard pick the scenario. Basically, we have a scenario and a budget to find the perfect car for the person in this scenario. So, Richard, tell us our scenario. Um, I have to credit my friend Tabitha with this one. Um, say you are a retired mafia guy who is now a respectable family man. Mm-hmm. And you have to find the perfect car for a retired mafia guy that's now... So, so saying you might still have some mafia tendencies from time to time. You still wear square toe, now or later, alligators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like that, didn't you? Yeah. That's right. I know what you're talking about, too. That's the best part. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. That's right. I may or may not have owned a pair of those. My shoes used to have teeths. <laughs> there I'm was just a, saying. There was a point in time when my shoes were a predator. That's right. They kind of still are, if you get what I'm saying. Come walking in these alligator shoes. <laughs> I can't even keep them down. <laughs> chomp, chomp. But... this is a, So this is a good one. So now we have to take... What's our price range we're looking for? Keep in mind, this is an older guy. He's on fixed income. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if gangsters get Social Security, but you know, drug money is green. I'm yeah, just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, seventy five hundred ought to do it. All right, so we got a seventy five hundred dollar budget. So right over the break, we're going to go on Craigslist locally, and we're going to find the perfect car for a retired gangster that's gone straight. He's retired, and he's living a legit life, and he's looking for a family car. You know what? This is going to be good because there's so many options out there when you're talking about $7,500 is a nice chunk of change, which I think a retired mom You can buy like four B-bodies with that. You know what? Or the one perfect one. One really nice one. One really, really nice one. might even be signed by John Moss himself. John Moss would probably be in the trunk for (laughs) $7,500. No, but I mean, you know, your options are really open. We've done these Craigslist challenges in the past, and and I'm just, I'm having a... uh, a, a just a forward thinking thought that for some reason your retired gangster is going to be driving a C4 vet. I promise you, my gangster will not be driving a C4 Corvette. I will not pick a C4 Corvette, although I still think it's the most perfect car ever made. Oh, on Lord. the cheap. Can't argue with that. 
See? Yeah, but you can't do gangster things in a C4 vet. You can do all kinds of things well, in a Well, I mean, C4 you can vet. do some pretty gangster stuff in a C4 vet. I'm not going to lie. Especially, I've seen one of those things on 22s once. I'm telling you. You can, pretty, you can do some pretty gangster stuff. I'm going to let you know. But you can't do, like, mob stuff, you know? You can get away quick, though. You can get away quick. I'm not going to lie with you there. Yeah, you, you can't haul any bodies. And they got secret compartments in the back. Well, I mean, if you chop them up, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about put the dope in. Oh, the dope, yeah. So, so you're wanting to be a runner. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? Maybe a C4 yeah, I'm vet. Not the, I'm not the killer. I'm the dope dealer. Yeah, you, you want to be down in Miami. <laughs> That's right. West Side. <laughs> He's gangster. Oh. Richard, Richard knows. We was on the same cul-de-sac. All right, guys. So the, the challenge is issued. And if you guys want to play along, of course, you can hop on Facebook and uh, post up your local find that um, – you find on Craigslist. Yeah, that you sure find to, on Craigslist. Be sure to mark the phone number out. Yeah, send us the link because uh, we're interested in what you might find out there locally for the seventy five hundred dollars. Their retired gangster might uh, might want to purchase. But, All right, guys, stay tuned. We got the Craigslist challenge coming up right here on one zero six three W O R D. All right, guys, welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, Odd Rod. What's What's up, man? Sorry, I had to say something different. <laughs> Richard Hoskins is in the studio with us. What's happening upstate? I tell you what, he is the car guru and financial analyst for Hot Rods and Happy yes, Hour. Yes, he is. And we brought him in on our <laughs> Craigslist told, challenge. He's told me I've been making nothing but automobile mistakes. Pretty much all your life. Yeah. You are an automobile. No, I've had some good moves. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure as far as automobile mistakes happen, you were made like an automobile mistake, you know. I was probably made in an automobile mistake. Yeah. What are you talking about? I, I'm pretty sure that I was made in the back of a 1971 Dodge Demon. If okay, if we're going off conception of the two cars I have, an orange one with shag carpet. You know what? This might explain a lot. This might explain a lot. At the time of my conception, my parents had a 78 K5 Blazer and a I'm gonna say somewhere mid 80s Capri station wagon. That actually, because I love square bodies and station wagons, that actually explains a lot. It's in your blood. It, literally. It's in something, all right. Shores <laughs> Hell style, ain't it? So let's, <laughs> let's get to this Craigslist challenge right, guys. here. The Craigslist challenge. So we're talking about a gangster retired. Right. And, and, and living the straight and narrow on this side of the bars, this side of the law. What would he buy on Craigslist for $7,500? So he's... Balling on a budget. Balling on a budget. All right. Richard, I'm going to let you start off since you're the guest of honor. Well, I found a 2007 Cadillac SRX SUV since mm. we're on Cadillacs today. Now, we put a $7,500 budget on this, and that's where my car kind of has a problem. I don't know how much it is. But you can buy it for $45 a week. It doesn't say how many weeks. What, what you year have. is the SRX? It is a 2007. I got a feeling, even with interest, I think you're going to be below 7500 on that. Right? Uh, yeah. $45. What is it? Okay, so $45 a week is uh, rough. Roughly one hundred eighty, two hundred dollars. You're, you're probably all over the mark, actually. On like a uh, time average, you make, time you make your interest payments. Yeah, on, on a three-year automotive loan, you're probably all over the mark. So, yeah, the the guy that holds the deed to that Satan, though. Yeah, he probably is. I, I don't want to tell you that right now. He's yeah. probably listening and probably mad. We're talking about so. Car now, why'd you choose the the Cadillac SRX? Uh, here's the thing: it's a sharp car, and they're nice cars. Actually, my sister used to have one. Um, it's black. Black leather, pretty car, 
it's budget. It's only got 116,000 miles on it, which is surprising to me because usually uh, those places aren't known for having the cream of the crop used cars. Um, but, you know, it's got the Cadillacs. So it's got a little bit of flavor. But, you know, you got a family now. 3.6 V6, great engine. That's it. you got third row seats. Got room for a body does in the it, back. Does it say true. what, what uh, area locally that it's located in, like Greenville, Spartanburg? Uh, this car, it's in Greenville. Okay, um, it's in Greenville. Uh, don't get the lot I'm number. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I don't know that it's in Greenville. 27284. Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and the phone number is a 336 area code. Yeah, yeah, that's shady. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> but it's, it is in the Greenville Craigslist. It's so. in the Greenville that's Craigslist. correct. So, but, I mean, the SRX is a great car. I mean... They're, I mean, the SRX actually makes girlfriend hell, and I love them. Mm. I mean, they're they're great cars. Um, that's a good one, but to me, it misses the mafia flavor. Like that's soccer mom that wants a caddy. Yeah, not well, not really enough of the flavor, but I mean, it is and it isn't because it is a caddy. But eh, odd rod, <laughs> I'm almost scared. <laughs> You should you should be uh, almost fourteen ninety one Caprice you, wagons. You should be almost clairvoyant at this point. Yeah. So for my uh, Craigslist challenge of a gangster car, retired gangster, if you will, retired mob boss, I wanted to keep him in that look, but I wanted to give him something with a little power in case you know his old ways come creeping up and fit that price range. So five thousand dollars sitting in Simpsonville right now is a one owner ninety four Impala SS. Lord. And of course, I've talked about these cars a million times. This thing's black, gray leather guts. It's long. You can fit five comfortably in it. It has everything you need to be a retired mob boss to get the family around. And with LT1 under the hood, it's got plenty of power to get up and go if ever the situation were to arise. And plus, it's styling. It's every bit of styling. Uh, you know, <laughs> it looks like a big black bar of soap. Tim Allen put it best. This is the love child between a Cadillac and a Corvette, and that is just what these cars are. It's a good choice. That that thing should have been flushed. <laughs> ah, you demon. like them. You know you do. Everybody has a soft spot for the 90s Impala SSs. Yeah, most of the people that own one still have a soft spot on top of their head. <laughs> I'm telling you, these things... Oh, you and B bodies. You drive me crazy. See, this is the thing. It's that's the perfect not, car. No, it's not the perfect car. That's not a mob boss car. That's that like is, somebody that works at Geek Squad. That is, no, no. That's what they They drive, drive Volkswagen Beetles. I've seen them. This is most definitely this is most definitely a mob and, boss I mean, car. And Richard Lee's picked a Cadillac. We're talking about a mob boss. We're not talking about a guy that works for the garbage company. You're killing me. You, this is a great car. What do you got, Mr. Expert, Mr. Automotive, Mr. Hot Rod himself? What do you got? i tell you what. Probably C4 Vet. <laughs> How did you guess? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This one time is not going to be a C4 Vet for a Craigslist Challenge. I think this is the perfect ex-Mafia car. Mm. You know why? Because it is a Mafia car. A 2007 Cadillac DTS DeVille. I'm talking about 17-inch directional wheels, 4.6 North Star, 149,000 miles on the clock, and it's had a fresh water pump put on it, tan leather guts, and to throw the cops off, she's pearl white, son, clean as a mm. preacher's suit and straight as a banjo string. Mm. Mm. I'm chance. telling you, chrome wheels. I mean, and that's just, it's a caddy day. I mean, you so you, you, why do you go with a white car over a black one like true mob style? Because this is a mob car, but it throws the heat off. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cause nothing. Because they'd be profiling. Nothing throws the heat off like a white caddy. But I mean, you think? I mean, I'll be honest with you. You wearing narrow leather gators and driving a white caddy? Either a, you preach church, or two, you're a pimp. One of the two. Or ex mob boss. Or maybe possibly an ex mob boss. So you think you think the Cadillac's the way to go on that? I think the Cadillac is the only. I mean, I don't think. Where's it can, located? Where's it located? The car is actually located in Simpsonville. Yep, so down by the Empire. Exactly. <laughs> Must I, be some gangsters well, down in Simpsonville. That's all well, I'm saying. I don't know. I mean, a lot of witness relocation going on down in Simpleville. I'm just saying. I mean, no. but so I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I would always. I can't imagine a crime boss or a mafia guy not driving a caddy. My other choice of car, like and I haven't found one on Craigslist, but this is this getting off the beaten path, is I would want like a uh eighty eight ninety eight suburban, blacked out, you know, some nice wheels on it, blacked out, just murdered out. That'd be a good one too, but it's just it don't have that yeah, but you can haul your crew in it, you know, you can do some killer drive-bys. Literally. In a DTS DeVille. You can haul your crew in a, uh, Impala, a Pimpala. A Pimpala. With a LT1 power. You see, Richard is yawning. I know. You're killing Richard. Congratulations, Robert. Mm. You kill me. I think Richard had a good car, too. Richard had a good car. I like the Thank SRX. You. I like the SRX. And 3.6 is peppy, not North Star V8 peppy. But. And you know what? I could swap, my up. I'd, uh, swap mine up just to stick in that Cadillac range. I, I don't know that I could find one locally, but a Fleetwood. I'll find a 90s. couple of Fleetwoods. So, so yeah, there I could go Fleetwood so, and stick in that Cadillac range and still get my Impala class. I could see the Fleetwood more than an Impala. SS. I don't know the, the Impala's just got that sporty. I didn't look. say you know Master P was looking for a budget car. I said a mafia <laughs> retired mafia boss. And I know, I, like I said, I, Richard, you said you saw a couple. I don't know um, how available they are here in the Upstate, but that is another car you can definitely get for under that seventy five hundred dollar mark. Well. You know, and the Fleetwoods, I want to tell you something. Those cars, I'd even even step out on the limb and say they're collect. They're going to be a collectible car. I would say you know a what? niche market car. You know what? I, I actually some of them are holding better values than the Impala SSs right now, which is kind Go of figure. Yeah, which is kind of like in a market standpoint, it's kind of crazy to actually think I, about that. I've got some garbage pill kids holding better value than Impala SSs. Easy now, easy, Mister C four. Mm-hmm. Easy. <laughs> Don't talk about the holy grail of Corvettes. Yeah. Calm down, Dennis Collins. That's right. All right, guys. Well, thank you for playing along. Hop online. Hop on our Facebook page. Let us know what you think would be the perfect mob boss car for the retired mob boss for under 75K. And let us know about some Cadillacs of your time. Maybe you got some cool caddy stories you want to share with us. That's right, guys. I tell you what. Thanks for listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.